It's a mess! Oh my goodness! Okay, welcome back to the Shake Podcast, Shakers. Derek Van Shake here. So we have an update, and it is because of our good old friend Dan at Roll Guys Supercar. My name is Dan. He made a video, and he posted a video on this guy, Shane, that we talked about in my last podcast. And it is basically a little bit of a follow-up that Shane has gotten his car back. We got the car back. We got our car back. Yeah, Shane has gotten his car back. And that means everything is good in the world. Everything is perfect. Nope, not quite, right? (laughs) Not quite at all. That's not how these things work, unfortunately. I wish that was the case, that Shane got his car back. And then, you know, we can live all happy lives and everyone else is perfectly fine now. No, that's not exactly how these types of crimes work. So what ended up happening is, is that Shane seemed to have been making a lot of noise (laughs) through uh, Mr. Normal Guy's Supercar channel. But this helped us gain the leverage. Also on social media and getting a lot of attention. This guy would just slip by every time. To settle that and make it look like, oh, well, you see, everyone was made whole and and everything is perfectly fine now. So clearly (laughs) CNC Motors is not a What typically happens in these types of frauds, if this is actually a fraud, which I personally believe it is, is that they try to settle everyone that's making a lot of noise. Maybe use cash flow that they're getting from customers that are stupid enough to continue to consign with CNC Motors and then pay someone like Shane here or pay, I guess, really the person who bought the car, who bought the car, because apparently Shane got his car back. But that's not what he was trying to do, right? And look at this. There's our car. Shane was trying to do is get his money back. But all of a sudden we see Shane with his Ferrari F430. Sitting there. Which is great. He has possession of the car and then now the title, which is really good thing. So he doesn't have to go and try to steal the car in the middle of the night or something like that. Because that's actually an option. I mean, not to say that you should, but you know, steal your car back and sort of be like, hey, it's either me or you, buddy. Hey, you know, so uh, take the car back and I'm going to have the title. And guess what? It's my car and you have to fight CNC for the money that you gave them type of thing. I'm not saying anyone should do that necessarily, but hey, you know, it's just a crappy situation to be in. So yeah, Shane has his yellow Ferrari F430 back and you can even see it there behind him. And He doesn't specifically even mention Clayton from CNC Motors. Didn't specifically say that CNC Motors, oh, they gave uh, the person who bought Shane's Ferrari all their money back, and then Shane got his car back. He didn't say that. And it makes me wonder what exactly went on. Connected us to who had the car. He and I were able to have discussions, and then he and I were able to take the situation and leverage the dealership. Shane did say that everyone's made whole. He's whole, we're whole. It just seems very weird that Shane didn't mention at all CNC Motors and CNC actually giving any type of money back. I'm sure they did something like that, but how much? Also, it's odd, again, that Shane has his car back. If CNC was going to actually make everyone whole and everyone perfectly happy, do everything that CNC Motors originally said that they would do, right? Say, give Shane 
$100,000. The guy with the car has the car. He was going to be given the title. That is perfect, right? That's what you would expect. But this is not what we expect here. There's our car. I think what may have actually ended up happening here is that CNC Motors told Shane that they sold his car for way more than they actually did. And he's, oh, don't worry about that, man. We got your full asking price. Because they were just trying to get any type of money from anybody. So maybe, you know, Shane wanted 100000 Make it simple. Shane wanted 100000 for his Ferrari F430. CNC Motors is cash-strapped, and they need to pay off previous uh, customers. And because they're crying and they're yelling and got to pay off some people. And what CNC Motors probably ended up doing was selling Shane's car at fire sale prices. <laughs> sort of like, hey, guy, you know, who wants this Ferrari for $80,000, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's normally a hundred thousand. I'll take it. They're probably thinking, you know, and thinking that they're also going to get the title, and they don't get the title, and they're just basically being screwed by the dealership because they're thinking they're buying a car, but they're not actually because they're not getting the title and everything. Just a giant mess. It's a mess. Oh my goodness. Yes, Shane gets what he wants, and that's all great for Shane. I'm very happy for him personally, but the reality is, is that. It's a crappy situation. It is a crappy situation, and it doesn't look very good that, you know, a lot of other people are coming forward now. The Porsche was titled in Florida by the new owner, so Clayton forged my signature to sign off the title. I consigned the car back in 2018, yes. Another guy made a video on his channel. I can show a little clip of it here. I have bought a car from CNC Motors. I do not have that car in my possession. I also don't have the title or registration in my possession. He made a video saying, hey, you know, I bought a Ferrari for... Uh, 360 Modena. It was really in bad shape when he got it. He wasn't told that. I'd be in sixth gear and then it would pop out like it'd go into neutral. And then he t sent it back to them. So they offer to pick up the car, sent a truck over to pick it up. They're going to diagnose it and then fix it. I don't hear anything back. They're probably trying to sell it and peddle it to somebody else. <laughs> I mean, really? I mean, there seems to be that kind of dealership. So you send your car in for service and then they're just going to go and peddle it to somebody else. <laughs> it sounds like unbelievable, right? But yeah, it seems to be that kind of dealership that would do that. This happened quite recently. I think in the past like month or two. The middle of March. So this is not like, oh yeah, this was all happening, you know, late last year in 2020 and you know, they're trying to get things in order and everything's better now with CNC voters. Apparently not. If the fraud continues and doesn't stop now, it will naturally grow and grow. And the number of victims will be more and more and more. That's how these things work. So maybe the present victims, if the fraud continues, may be okay, which is maybe good for them, kind of like Shane. But you ask, hey, Shane, uh, where do you think you got your money from? Jane got his money back or got his car back, I guess, because someone else was defrauded. That's what I believe. And based on the number of victims, it seems to be the case. Exactly what happened. So it's sort of like left pocket, right pocket. Hey, Shane's made whole, but he just created another victim. And I'm happy for Shane, you know? I mean, because at the end of the day, you know, we're all individuals here, right? We all care about our own money. And hopefully that other victim can weasel a few dollars out of Clayton, all right? When he's trying to get money out of Clayton.
because he was now defrauded because he's probably a new victim in all this now. So we have another victim, you know. It's just constantly like this, constantly. It's just terrible, terrible. Gosh, I hate these things. I used to watch American Greed nonstop. It used to be my favorite show. In this episode of American Greed. Because it always fascinated me on how sleazy some people are and to make sure that I don't get defrauded. Because if you're not familiar about how Ponzi schemes work and that people do this type of thing, you know, really scummy, shitty people that do this type of thing, maybe like a financial advisor, financial advisor would say, hey, you know, give me your retirement and I can give you a 20% return. And you think, whoa, 20% return? Guaranteed? You can guarantee that? Guaranteed 20%. Then after you give all your money to that person, what do you think happens the first month when the 20% payments do? Do you think you get it? You actually do, just as expected. And you're like, wow, this is amazing. And you know what ends up happening? You also end up telling all your friends. You're like, oh my gosh, I have something to tell you. I, this, I met this miracle wizard, financial wizard. And what he's able to do is you give him all your money and he's able to give you 20%. You know, of course, he's not really investing it. He's just really giving you 20%, a little bit of the money you gave him, <laughs> you know? But it spreads like wildfire because the people are getting paid and everything's great until it collapses under its own weight. Kind of like what's happening here, it seems like. So that's the update on the CNC Motors possible fraud saga. Happy for Shane. I'm very happy for him, but very sad for the new person who was defrauded likely. And what seems to be trying to quiet the biggest mouth to make it seem like, oh, look, he was made whole and, you know, they're just a little late on their payments. <laughs> just a little late, you know, just tiny late. <laughs> And everything's going to be fine and everyone's just going to be made whole. And that's just how it's going to work. Uh, I hope that's the case, but it doesn't look very promising because uh, there's a lot of people out there who haven't been paid and more and more just keep coming to the surface. And the hole we talked about in my last podcast seems to be the millions, millions and millions of dollars, that hole, where that's how much CNC owes all these customers is millions of dollars, millions. And to fill that type of hole, how much is Clayton's commission <laughs> on these cars, right? How much is it? Because let's think about it. Say the hole in their balance sheet is $5 million. How is someone like Clayton going to get $5 million over the course of even just a couple months, even a year, $5 million? You know how much they make on commission of selling supercars, not to mention all of the expenses of overhead of everything that they have, you know, to uh, to for the business, the dealership CNC Motors is probably getting five percent commission on the cars. Five percent on a hundred thousand dollars is what? Yeah, five thousand dollars. That's a drop in the bucket, not even of a hole of five million dollars. The point is, is that if you're millions of dollars in the hole to customers. And you're only getting a 5% commission on a you know, $100,000 car, a $200,000 car, and not selling a lot of those cars. You know, how are you going to pay back those $5 million to all those customers? Like, you're never going to do it. Yeah, it's just that game of basically getting new customers in 
and then selling their cars and then delaying payments to those customers to pay off old customers to keep things as quiet as possible and to keep the fraud alive. That's what I think, and that's what it seems like what's going on. Never going to be paying people back their $5 million or millions of dollars of that hole with just 5% commission here and there on these cars. <laughs> You're never going to do that. Uh, yeah. Um, it's really sad. I know this is a sad situation, but give this video a thumbs up so this video can get out there and this fraud can be exposed. I may be talking more about this alleged fraud, keeping you all updated on more progress on it all and everything like that. I may be doing that and maybe doing it on my main channel or maybe this channel or we'll see where everything goes with this. If you're not already subscribed, hit that subscribe button now because we don't want to miss out on new Shake podcasts on body language and investigations that are more conversational than my other channels. I'll see you at the top.